0: Welcome to our podcast, Revival in Jesus' Way. Disciple-making is Jesus' way to change the world. This is the one mission that His people should focus on.
1: There is only one way, His way, to create lasting transformation. And God is calling His church to wake up.
0: I'm your host, Tim Keho,
1: And I am Yian Chu. We are now in a series called Church Clichés. Because we believe the first step to motivate Christians to uh, embrace the, the disciple making vision again is to unentangle them from those lies which suppress us to pursue Jesus' way in our um, daily life. We've covered so far two major lies in our previous episode.
0: Yeah, so the two cliches that we went over before. Were, uh first one was, we are the sheep and the pastor is the shepherd. And we said that this cliché has some truth to it in Scripture, but Scripture goes further than that. And actually, eventually, we see the sheep needing to actually grow up and be like the shepherd, which is not something, obviously, sheep do. So then that cliché doesn't fit everything that happens in the church. The second one was uh, the cliché that everything is disciple-making. And we pointed out that there are specific things, the scripture talks about, that are disciple-making. So those other things people are doing in the church are valuable. Disciple-making is a specific kind of thing.
1: The third big cliche, not every Christian is called to disciple-making. So we actually hear, hear it a lot in our daily life, in our church life. Basically, well, I, I don't know how to define it, but I can describe it out as like, um, basically... Many people think only people who are already passionately practicing disciple-making, uh, maybe people like us, like, like people like us um, always feel like it. Actually, we don't. And um, uh, people like us, like a disciple-making weirdos. And that's the calling for us because it's suitable for us. And actually, we, we had a very tough learning curve, but it, we will save for another episode. But basically, for many other people, people who say oftentimes like a career, is career and ministry direction. I think is big uh, hurdle for that. Um, people would say, "Well, I am a Christian writer. I'm called to write, so that's not my calling." And uh, I'm a counselor. I'm a chaplain. I'm a pastor. And then not only people who have those christian related jobs at their job but then people who who are lay people in the church all the more they say well i i have a, i have a full-time job i'm a lay person uh maybe those pastors they should be called to that but not me so i think one big area is when people consider their career and ministry direction and it it, it seems to me like you have you have to be like you don't have all other those specific callings then the rest of people if you really feel you're passionate for disciple making then that's the thing for you and another part is about like a gifting or personality i'm such an introvert this is not my thing i try to share gospel with people i try to help other people uh it just doesn't work i when i approach people i feel awkward so that kind of like a feeling based judgment or the gifting, like I'm really gifted in painting, art, or music. So that's that's not my thing. So it's just uh, I throw so many things there. So I hope that kind of gave you an idea that when you observe, actually, when you really observe life, you will find out this is more common than you think. Mm. So, but what 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 does Bible really say about it?
0: Yeah. So, in, in thinking about disciple making isn't everybody's calling. Um, the main thing that stood out to me is thinking about the difference between a general calling and specific callings. So there are certain things in scripture that everyone is called to. And then there are certain things that, certain times when we see people have a specific sort of calling. Um, so an example of a general calling is the the command to love one another. We're all called to love other people we're all called to show love for others we're all, all um called to not be selfish those are those are kind of general callings uh, most people accept that we're all called to evangelism we need to share the faith in some way and then there are specific callings like Paul was called to be an apostle to the Gentiles you know not everybody is called in that specific way to go out and get the message started into the Gentile church or there are specific calls of prophecy that it talks about in Scripture. Not everybody will, you know, have that gift of prophecy. Some people won't ever prophesy during their whole Christian life, and that's okay. So the the question we want to think about is, is disciple making a specific calling that only certain people are called to? Or is it a general calling that we are all supposed to take when coming into the, the life of, of Jesus and coming in to follow Jesus? A couple of verses um me and you and that we talked about um and we said we're we feel like really um touch on this topic are Matthew twenty eight, nineteen and twenty and John fifteen, sixteen.
1: In every episode we will mention Matthew twenty eight, nineteen to twenty. <laughs> we just prepare for that.
0: <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a really great it's um, a key verse. Yeah, definitely a key verse and definitely a verse that says a lot in it. Jesus says a lot in it about disciple making. So uh Matthew twenty eight, nineteen and twenty. Um, Jesus says go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you and behold I am with you always to the end of the age now you got to first think about this scene so right now Jesus's 12 disciples are all around him and they're with him and he's saying to them go therefore and make disciples of all nations and so you can just imagine the scene. They're all standing here. They're listening to Jesus. There's When they're hearing this, they're not thinking, oh, okay, well, Peter is going to be the one who's actually making disciples. And then maybe Andrew and James are going to go and they're going to um, bring bread and stuff like that while Peter's doing the, the main work. No, like when they heard, go and make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to observe all that I've commanded you. They would take that personally, that they need to go out after that. They need to go out and and find someone to begin to teach in that way. Because they've been taught things. They specifically, individually, have been taught things by Jesus. And they've been walking with Jesus. And so they need to pass those things on individually. And so you can see from this, kind of when Jesus gave the commandment to the disciples, no one was excluded in that group. It was Something for the whole group to go out and do to begin to teach and bring up other people.
1: And remember that they ha among them someone are more introvert, someone more extrovert. There are all kinds of different personality mix mm. and gifting mix and different from different family backgrounds and all those things.
0: Hmm, that's true. Um the second verse that uh, we want to take a look at is john fifteen sixteen when Jesus says, "You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. So we see here that Jesus is talking again to all of his disciples, and he's saying that that the reason the purpose that he chose them is that they each they should bear fruit his whole reason for for picking them for his whole reason for um, anointing them and making them his disciples was that they would bear fruit there's this um, cause-effect kind of relationship when we begin to follow Jesus there there's the love and of of being with him of, of knowing him but then there's also this calling to something and that calling is now we are called to bear fruit all of us and what kind of fruit It's fruit fruit that abides. So we're all called to bear a specific kind of fruit. And so we're all called to not only help people to um, know Jesus more, but also help it to be a stable sort of knowing Jesus. We're we're responsible for that stability of relationship in some way. And so you can see there's this, this general way that Jesus is giving out these commandments to not only help others, but really help them in a thorough way. Teaching them to observe all that he commanded them in uh, Matthew 28. And then in John 15, um, it's fruit that is not only fruit, but is also abiding. It's staying in him.
1: And think about what is fruit. Because fruit is reproducing yourself. Fruit is like, uh, think about an apple and an apple seed. A- an apple died and an apple seed um, put to the soil and then um you grow out and you, you put pr- the the leaves you produce doesn't count as fruit other things branches other things soil they're not fruit the fruit is that that apple and then that apple fall onto the ground and they die they will grow more apples mm-hmm. so 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 that's like it that so mm-hmm. so like disciple making is you reproduce that you will change the life the christ life in you you change and then you you see that happening other people you help that happen to a lot of people that's
0: fruit mm. mm that's right,
1: so this is always happen in our home, but uh sometimes it's a question I have for myself, and sometimes it's some something I hear um we in our home we use this way to actually to grow to mm. learn so whenever um Tim usually' it's Tim mentioned claim some some truth of some interpretation and i will try i will search my whole mind try to find out oppositions like uh opposition is, is is like um then you say this and what about this you say this well, what about uh another scripture says this don't you think they um contradict each other so anyway so here here mm. it comes the first one is, well, there there just be some Christians who are uh, weak in faith and not passionate in God's things. And so, is, is this really God's plan for everyone? It's um, disciple-making for every uh, every one of his children.
0: Yeah, so if someone themselves is saying that they are just not passionate, they're just, uh, they, they're not really, uh, they just don't have a passion for the God kind of thing, and they just kind of, want to attend church and just want to be there and they like some things about it. Um, I'd say um, one thing to kind of take from Dawson Trotman, actually, um, in his sermon on Born to Reproduce, um, the two reasons he gave, and he um, kind of compared it to being physically barren. So one reason was that uh, that person is not mature. You know, they're still a, a little kid. A little kid can't have babies obviously and then so like the spiritual counterpart to that would be that person is still young in the faith and so they need to grow up they need to actually be discipled so that they can begin to disciple someone else a second reason would be that person has something sick or something physically wrong with them where they can't have a child Um, and in that case we should think about it and um, should try to delve in and see what is causing that sickness you know just like a doctor if there's something wrong with a a woman and she's not able to have babies you're going to begin to do an examination and see what's wrong and uh you know compare this usually it's something sin or a heart problem and so that would need to be looked into and see you know what is the heart problem that is stopping that person from growing and going on and then if someone is just in general not passionate about God a lot of times we need to understand the foundation especially about God's character and how that person sees God's character because sometimes there's something just very basic that they just were never taught they they haven't really learned how to look at God's mission and what God is doing in a way that makes sense and so they get stuck there sadly another possibility is that that person isn't born again so they may like to be at church they may do things at church with other Christians but Maybe they really don't have a passion for God. And I have to consider that as a possibility also. The
1: next one would come uh, a little bit harder. So I find out this verse. Uh, Matthew 10:41, says, The one who receives a prophet because he's a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And the one who receives a righteous person Because it's a righteous person, will receive a righteous person's reward. So here this verse tells us, um, my understanding is I can also say that the one who receives someone who who is a discipler of of Jesus. And then because I just receive him, my understanding is I just provide hospitality or some help or some support to to them. Or like nowadays, like we gave money to missionaries who do Mm -hmm. disciple making. And then in heaven, I get his reward. So why should I just go there to do disciple-making by myself, whereas I can just kind of like, um, uh, you know, do whatever supportive work I can do?
0: Mm, That's a really good question. And it's common, too, because I remember um, back in some of the uh, mission rallies, back when we were at Purdue, actually, a lot of – there's different groups that will – Almost explicitly say this that either you can go out and do mission or you can just help financially, and it's kind of like either one is kind of on par with the other one that they're both open options. And when it comes to disciple making, though, I think one thing that comes to mind is uh, what they called Christians in Acts, and they called them followers of the way. And so there was something. It it meant a couple of different things. One, it meant, obviously, they're following after Jesus. And that's where we kind of get this command for discipleship. But also, they were followers of the way and that they were being formed by it into something. They were being formed into the image of Jesus. Um, And so, disciple-making isn't just about uh, kind of, okay, the, the work. But it's also a way of growth, a way of going on, a way of getting... Closer to who we are meant to be, closer to, to being more like Christ. Because that's what God always meant for us. That's why he sent Jesus into the world and sent the Holy Spirit to us so that we could be formed into that image of Christ. So uh, if someone is kind of sitting back and they're saying, well, I just want to receive the reward of those people who are going out by, by giving to them, um, then they're not having that, that work, the internal work that's done, through actually doing disciple-making, through doing the sort of things Jesus did. Um, that's one part. And I think a thorough look, though, we need to look at what it was Jesus actually talking about in Matthew 10:41. 41. And um, he was talking to people as the um, disciples were going out from town to town because he had sent them out. And he was talking about those who receive them will actually receive a reward for having received them. And part of that reward is, Really, they would the the reward they would receive is actually hearing out that prophet, hearing out the truth, so that they can be changed. Actually, he was talking about those people who were not yet believers, who didn't know him yet. Um, those those families who would invite the disciples in just because they heard some of the message, and then they open themselves up actually to Jesus's message. So it's it's kind of he's talking to people who are at the beginning of that road of discipleship, just barely beginning to come to know him that they can receive that sort of reward but it's always meant that we would go on and that we would continue on to be like christ
1: so imagine actually if some uh in that context some of them actually were really converted uh, especially after jesus resurrection and then actually jesus disciples can go back to those people and and actually those people well if um if they really if, if they're really converted and become part of the church they will begin to disciple others. So it doesn't mean like if they, they receive them, they show hospitality one time, that and then that just kind of gave, gave them the one what's that? Like a one one pa- pass ticket mm-hmm. of um, disciple making. Mm-hmm. Um and that's re- uh, This is really weird. Uh, usually, I have more uh, oppositions than this. Daily, I come up with four or five mm-hmm. oppositions in different things when we when we discuss Bible after a quiet time. Usually, so. If if you have any uh comments and any oppositions or questions you can think of um you 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 want to be challenged those things please comment and we will um reply on every comment and so um towards the end uh what what are the top uh applications we can think of for today like what what mm-hmm. attitude what, what kind of a new attitude we should take on so the first one I can think of is just as Jesus, he, he needs to come down actually to use three years to model disciple making and let his disciples to learn this from a real person instead of a program, instead of a, a curriculum or an online course, you know, that uh, it literally takes relationships. For you to to learn that literally someone need to model jesus and learn from a real person so let's go back to the scenario of counselor a christian counselor christian writer uh pastors like uh those christian workers who who uh kind of already have a full-time job of well pastors i don't think so but then counselors you basically cannot do disciple making in your counseling session you know let's come back to those scenarios and um and see what what words do you have for them
0: mm, yeah so for um anybody who's in a career or those things and trying to think through doing disciple making I think the hard thing is you, you feel like all your time is spent and you're um in and doing your career and those things I think that Uh, again it kind of helps to look at the specific calling and general calling that we talked about at the beginning like you may it and you know we fully admit that you may have a specific calling to being a counselor you may have a specific calling to serving with um the the navy or the army or some military branch as a chaplain or whatever your job is you may god may have really called you to serve and and to do work in that area but then there is this general calling that is for all of us Um, and I I guess for me the the way that I think about it is I really try to think about my time and and how I can what what I can do with the resources I have so I would just uh, say for those who have realized just the need for disciple making in their own lives and have a desire to follow after Jesus Uh, start by taking like an honest look hour by hour of your own time and then after you've done that ask yourself are there ways that I could be pursuing Jesus you know for 30 minutes a day Um, are there ways things that I could fit into my schedule during lunch or during other times when I could really uh, make my either make my work my ministry or just after work when I'm with others engage in disciple making I would say Think about what is the next step that you could make and think about how much time that might take and then look at your time honestly.
1: Yeah. And, and just like how uh, when you answered my first opposition that you used uh, um, the figurative speaking like it's like uh, the physically having um, descendants, having, having kids, like that kind of scenario. That's actually so so moving, so exciting uh we basically need to shift our thinking from basically should shift our thinking from wow add one more task to my already busy life but that's that's not um that's not how uh we, we should think about it um as the as the, as the first we quote um in John 15:16 when Jesus said it's he chose us to what to bear fruit and so the fruit can abide the fruit can last so that's that's a beautiful picture think about it if 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 jesus if God uh chose us to have descendants how can that make us feel if 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 God say hey I choose you to when God talked to a woman like hey I choose you to become barren you are excluded from the blessing of having descendants you know think about it in that way so you are invited you are chosen and you are included in this huge blessing of um having descendants having spiritual descendants who will grow like Jesus and and who all consists of this new kingdom so so basically God invite you to to build to grow well to give birth out together with other saints you know uh, his kingdom Mm -hmm. yeah so think about what god calls you into i think that's that that's the attitude i have Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah and i think finally we just say that disciple making is very exciting it's a it's a adventure a lot of times now and um if i write or talk about my faith Um, since I've really entered into a a journey of kind of discipling others and being disciple and growing I always think of it as an adventure because it's every corner is new there's constantly somewhere to learn and what I've found is the more active I am in God's work the more often too I see God act and and he moves our path sometimes in ways that we don't like because it's there's difficulties that will come all of a sudden but then there's always this purposeful moving us towards maturity uh, that really makes life into such an adventure that that you're being drawn into the mission and the kingdom of God
1: so I will pray for our listeners dear Heavenly Father thank you for this time and thank you for all the listeners who are willing to explore your truth and I especially pray for some of them that um, They hear about it, and they they think about it, and they want to be discipled. And Lord, I just pray that in your faithfulness, that you will hear their their request and send them good uh, laborers to them for your harvest. And I pray this in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. So thank you for tuning in today. Um, We'll have another cliché podcast next week on saturday continuing on this current topic Um, go ahead and hit the subscribe button if you like the podcast today and hope you have a good day